This is Meet the Movie Press. It is January the 18th, 2019 on the show this week. Ghostbusters 3, more impossible missions, a Final Destination reboot, told you that was going to happen, and a review of Glass, plus some exclusive Mary Poppins sequel news. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. It's Meet the Movie Press. It is January the 18th, 2019. Uh, my name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on social media at ShowbizSimon on Instagram and Twitter. And this is Simon Thompson on Facebook. You can see my work on various outlets across Tinternet and on television. Uh, with me this week, as usual. Um, I don't know why I suddenly went all Shakespearean for that. Uh, Dimitri Panos, welcome back. Hey, Who are you? Where can we find you? How are you? Well, you can find me here at Popcorn Talk Network's Meet the Movie Press. Yes. Also, uh, Anatomy of a Movie. We'll be coming back this week. What are you talking about this week? We will be talking about the upside. Okay. Depending on what you think of the upside. The upside of coming back or the movie? The upside of coming back. Fantastic. Good. Uh, Also, here is Scott Menzel. (laughs) Scott Menzel. Who are you? Where can we find you? Hi there. Scott Menzel, founder of WeLiveEntertainment.com. You are. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at the other Scott M. Fantastic. And if you are watching the show live, of course, on YouTube, you are more than welcome to engage with us on the chat. We would really appreciate that. We love to hear what you're talking about. So much to get through this week. We cannot cover every story. You might have your own favorite story of the week. <clears throat> if we get to it, that's great. If not, we're so sorry. Uh, okay, let's talk about Jason Ryman, first of all, uh, directing the new Ghostbusters movie. A sequel to the 1989 Ghostbusters 2, question mark, is what people are saying. Not a remake, not a reboot, nothing to do with the one that came out a couple of years ago that seems to upset Pretty much everybody (laughs) who's a cis male. Uh, Let's talk about this. Um, Personally, very excited. The news was announced earlier this week, and then within less than 12 hours, we had a teaser trailer uh, online. People getting very excited about that. Uh, Okay, first of all, Scott, your thoughts on this. Do you want another Ghostbusters? Thoughts? Um... Here's the interesting thing. Is this movie already like partially done? I'm kind of I'm kind of guessing so. Me by too. the fact that they filmed under the fact that it's been so secret. It's also out in 2020, summer 2020. So we're Which already really soon. into almost the end of January. We've already had a teaser trailer at this point. My guess is the fact that production is at the very least underway, if not most of the way done. Yeah, I get the feeling that it's it's certainly it's, casting it's, it's, is done. It's, it's, the casting's done, yeah. and it and it's close. To, I'm going to say it's about halfway through filming right now. Because if I was going to make a bet, I would say that it's going to start doing test screenings this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually really on board with this. Um, yeah, I, I I I am a little worried about it because even as a Ghostbusters fan, I can very happily admit that the second one is not good. At all. And that had all the same cast and everything in there that it should have worked, but it didn't. Um, And then uh, I'm indifferent towards that remake that they did that everyone seems to hate. I I was indifferent to it, too. I didn't hate it. A lot of people, especially men, um, got very annoyed uh, and, and very upset that yeah. it was a female cast. There is a trend in Hollywood for this happening, and there's there is a group of it's, women don't tend to get upset about this stuff. Uh, men get very upset about it. I don't quite understand why, because um, we, we still have the original movies. But I didn't hate that. And I and I hope. And this is my. I said this to someone on Twitter yesterday because again, everyone's like now. It seems like everyone's upset about this one. It's like oh, we're going back to the fanboys and blah 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 blah. <laughs> I hope that just like they did in the new Ghostbusters where they had a cameos, um, I'm hoping that someone is wise enough to put the cameos by the female Ghostbusters in this one. That would work. I mean, I, one thing about the previous Because you could kind of have two of them, right? Like, yeah. wouldn't that be great? Like, if they actually joined forces in the end? Well, I, the- I, I could see a lot of people that, I think, to be honest with you, I think cameos would be fine. Yeah. I think if they did anything more than that, people I think be... people would be outraged all over again. <laughs> and I just uh, I don't want to go I don't want to go through that again. I know I don't either. I don't. I just twi- don't quitting want... Twitter. Twitter. Sorry, I can't talk this morning. <laughs> Everyone's quitting Twitter because of that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wasn't that uh, what was it? What's her name? Um, 
The, the woman, well, Leslie Jones. From Leslie Night Jones, Live. yeah. She I remember got, I mean, she got so attacked. Yes. I remember it was well, ridiculous. I remember people got very upset because they put, not only was she a woman, but she was black. And right. it's like, oh, it's PC. I'm like, you do realize there was someone who was black right. in the other Ghostbusters you know, movies. Hudson, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is not a revelation. No. no. I, I mean, okay. To answer your question, yeah. A, I'm on board. I mean, I tweeted, as long as a Reitman is involved in directing, yep. Yep. and it's in the same universe, I'm, I'm all for it. I like the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. movie. I feel the same way about you with Ghostbusters yeah. 2. I think yeah. there are moments in Ghostbusters 2. just doesn't gel. And people hold. should be thankful because <clears throat> Ghostbusters, the remake, is mm. better than Ghostbusters 2. I disagree. You do? See, I, d- I, would, I disagree with that. Yeah, you do? I, 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 I do. Disagree. Yeah, I disagree with that. Ghostbusters 2, I remember going to see that in the movie theater. And I wasn't a big fan of it. Over the years, um, I've, I've, I've found more appreciation for it. I've, I've gone back and I've watched the Ghostbusters from, what, two, two now three years ago? Yeah. And uh, although I can still, I can still find it, it's still fine. Yeah. Nothing more than fine. It's, it's you know, entertaining enough. Um, it, that, hasn't, that hasn't improved for me, or I haven't seen new things in it that I like the more than I see it, the more that I, I don't find any new fresh appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. And going back to the cameos thing, I, one thing I genuinely disliked about the that new one, one yeah, yeah, yeah. was, was the, the cameos and the oh, way the cameos were in it. Were uh, now, someone was saying on, uh, on Twitter, uh, on the Meet the Movie Press, I, I can't remember who it is, but was saying this week they don't want a reboot or remake. This is not a reboot or a remake. Right. This, from what we understand is going to be within the Ghostbusters universe, so in some way connected to the original Ghostbusters movie, whether it's going to be directly connected to two, whether it's going to be more directly connected to one, we don't know, but it's in that universe. But this isn't a remake and it isn't a reboot. Even if it was, we still have those original movies. Nobody's deleting them. We still have them. And you're not obligated to go... I I interacted with people this week saying, I'm not going to see this movie. Okay. That's totally fine. Nobody's going to make you see this movie because you've seen the other Ghostbusters movies. From what I read is that it takes place in the original... Ghostbusters universe, yep. which is good, uh, you know. But I also wanted to state, though, I was on board with the all female Ghostbusters that came out a couple mm. of years ago yeah. because of 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 the cachet you had. You had solid director. You had these 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 fine comedic actresses in there. I was on board. That I, I didn't mind the trailers. For me, when I actually sat down to watch the movie, it just wasn't funny. I was like, how do you make these women not funny? To, yeah. to me, I didn't laugh at it. So that's why I didn't like it. I didn't go in with an axe to grind for that movie. I actually was looking forward to yeah. it. This movie could turn out the same way. Yeah. It just might not be funny, but I was just happy to see that a right man was involved. I'm glad you picked. You said that because <clears throat> that was my problem with the movie, too. Um, I just did not find it amusing, yeah. which, which on the other side of things, Ashley loved the movie Mm. and she said that there was something about seeing the female ghostbusters on screen even though she could fully admit that it wasn't a great movie yeah that was there was something refreshing about that because she remembers growing up with her brothers watching this Mm -hmm. and she had no like iconic franchises Mm -hmm. like that to like watch sure and she said it really struck you know seeing women kick ass was like Sort of awesome, but also yeah. the, on on the comedy element. I mean, even though Ghostbusters is is a a comedy, yeah, it's not a lol ruffle, no. you know, hel- hel- continual hilarity. It's more <laughs> like it, it's funny. There are amusing right. moments, but let's not forget that final third. Even with the moments of levity, it's actually quite a quite a serious. Right. It, that's where it goes to the more serious, dark end of things. So, I mean. You know, it's not exactly a ruffle fest, the first Ghostbusters, but yeah. it has a lot of humor in it. But what's great about the first Ghostbusters, and Ivan Reitman has said this, he goes, yeah. he wanted to combine, he's a, you know, horror and comedy are really yes. a good match. Yeah, right? very much so. he wanted to try to scare people yet make them laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's the cast. And with me, uh, because when that all-female Ghostbusters came out, I believe yeah. it was an anniversary for Ghostbusters. It, I, I think it was, Or it, it could have yeah. been in, like, the year yeah, before. Yeah. In any case, they released Ghostbusters... In theaters for I a short that. time, I saw and that, I yep. went and I saw it, and on the big, it's still 
hold up. I'm really looking forward to, I'm sure at some point in the future, the new Beverly in LA is going to oh. program Ghostbusters to show on the big screen. Yeah. I haven't seen it on the big screen since I first saw it on the big screen as a child yeah. on its original oh. theatrical release. Sure. And I would really, I did it with Gremlins, I've done it with Monster Squad. There are certain movies from my childhood, like mm-hmm. Willow is another one that I really want to see back on the big screen because yeah. that's, that's getting a re-release on Blu-ray in a couple of weeks. Um, and I really want to experience this in a movie theatre in that environment it's with great. people again. It's I great. can only imagine. Um, if I can do, go sure, back to this, the, the, this 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 Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. this Jason Reitman, yeah, yeah. can we agree that, you know, we always talk about the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. This has to be one of the best kept secrets in Hollywood. Yes. Because when the news came out, it was like, yeah. wait, what, what, what? what? Yeah. They, they said yes? What? Yeah. When did this happen? Because well, you're usually fed all of yes, this yes, information. Yes, it, it was here. nice to have a authentic surprise. <laughs> yeah, uh, as opposed to like build up, build up, build up. Oh yes, it's finally happening. Well, um, and there's also a lot of stories where people go, "Oh yes, I would love to do a," or "I have an idea for." And then that story doesn't it doesn't become a real project or whatever. Right. And everybody thinks it's like the amount of times they Back to the Future is a really good example of this, where someone says, "Oh, I have an idea for it. Back to the Future Four, maybe blah 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 blah." But this was nowhere. the fact that this dropped as an actual story, a confirmed story, which was very much a real thing. And then a teaser trailer dropped. It 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 it, it, get, it, it made me more excited. <laughs> It's literally it made me more excited for the project going like oh this is cool oh my god this is cool yeah yeah, yeah. and i want to also say it's, it's old school it's very interesting yeah. old school definitely old school old school it's i know that you know jason raymond's attached to this project and of course we know why but it's interesting for him because this is a totally different type of project yes he's very used to making very character-driven, smaller-scale films. A lot of which haven't actually been financially successful. Which, yes, which is another point that I was going to make. So him taking on a franchise like this, mm. it, it's a little bit of a risky move by Sony mm. to, to make that happen as well. well I, I think the pedigree is there. Yeah. It's I almost mean, like no they hope. said, well, the front-runner flopped, so now you're doing this. And also, <laughs> you wouldn't want to, I mean, from, from Jason's point of view, you wouldn't want to take on what is an iconic movie that is your yeah. father's iconic movie right, right. and then shit all over it. Right. So you're going to want to make it's, sure that there's you... There's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, man. But like, really? I, believe, I believe he was saying this week, he was like on the set for the original movies and stuff like that. Well, as a surprise oh, wow. on the show, actually, we have we have Jason on the phone now. No, we don't. <laughs> See, that I'm was just, I'm, be just, a surprise to me. I'm just kidding. You were like, what? You didn't mention that at breakfast. Uh, but generally, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Uh, Glamory, we'll get to your comments on glass later. Um, uh, Ghostbusters are back from Westy Kid. Uh, Sarah Brockle uh, saying, "Is J- uh, Jason Reitman trying to make it up to baby men for the Gillette commercial this week?" <laughs> I, I don't understand that thing this week. If you're either. probably upset by the Gillette commercial. You you might I think you're probably the problem and not the solution. Yes, um, <laughs> it's crazy. The fact that those adverts have to be made is like makes us realize that we have a problem. And if you don't realize that you're the problem, they're going to keep making them until you realize that you do. Yep. Uh, Westy kid, uh, I would love a Ghostbusters movie like the originals, but I don't mind if they have girls in the squad. I I just think we should. I mean. Newsflash, women are everywhere. <laughs> women also do the same jobs as men. Yes. As good, sometimes better. Mm-hmm. Well, there is Oftentimes one person better. that we know for sure isn't coming back in the cast. Yes, that's so true. If they were that, you well, know, someone said me this week that you can only do this if you have the original cast. So I went, well, Howard Ramis is dead. Yeah. Yes. So he's not coming back. Uh, unless, plot twist, uh, West, <laughs> Westy Kid, a Ghostbusters team with either all male or a mixed squad. Um, I don't want the SJW female Ghostbusters like the one in 2016. I don't honestly think that the, the, the women having an all female thing is a social justice warrior thing. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, it's like it's like if you cast a woman as a doctor. It's like, social justice warrior. No, no. there are women doctors. Yeah. I just, I think we need to get away from this social justice warrior stuff when it's like, there are women that do these jobs the same as men. It's totally normal. Um, and also, it's actually nice. Well, listen. It's nice to have a better <laughs> reflection of the world on the screen in front of us. And that's part of the reason why I was on board with that Ghostbusters. Yeah. When you, again, it was Paul Fee, right? Yeah, yeah Paul, that, yeah, yeah. He works great with these women comedians. All the time. He all works great time. with women, period. Right. And so I was like, oh, I go, you have funny women, 
you have a great director who yeah. knows to get the best out of these people, and none of that happened. Yeah. That's why I was disappointed. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, Sarah Brock was saying in the chat, I don't care about remaking Ghostbusters anymore. Ghostbusters isn't being remade. This is a new movie. Um, and I don't think we need to remake Ghostbusters no. because Ghostbusters is great. Uh, Sarah Brock can Sigourney Beaver... Uh, Sigourney Beaver <laughs> uh, is uh, Sigourney Weaver's porno twin. Yeah, her porno stunt double. Uh, please don't Google Sigourney Beaver. <laughs> or if you do, do it on your colleague's computer, not, not your own. Sigourney well, on the phone Beaver. right now is Sigourney, Sigourney Beaver. Beaver. <laughs> uh, okay, Zeno Hour says, uh, Simon, I can't believe it, that's classic. Hi, boys, how uh, are you That's today? going on the showreel. Uh, this Ghostbusters news is both exciting and frustrating. Exciting because JR... Uh, is a great choice, and I, I like the him. Stranger Things vibe. Also frustrating, because uh, why didn't they do this in 2016? Yeah, uh, but to be honest, even before 2016, I remember I used to do a, uh, a show on UK TV called Inside Hollywood, and this was around, like, 2011. And there, I remember I did a piece on the fact that there was a Sony event, it was overseas, and they were pushing, they had a Ghostbusters sign, and that was when they were genuinely looking at doing a new Ghostbusters movie, still then with the original cast, um, you know, potentially doing that kind of thing, but it was a new Ghostbusters movie. And that was before they then looked at it saying, well, why don't we have an all-female Ghostbusters team? I think that's, so I think that's kind of, you know, that was the original plan, and then that got shelved for, for the other idea. Uh, why that happened, I don't know. Uh, Westy Kid, Xeno Hour, yeah, I agree with the Stranger Things vibe. I think this is great. Uh, Sarah Brockle, Ghostbusters scared me until I was like 12. Um, it's, it's such a great movie. The opening 10 minutes. The opening the 10 minutes yeah. is genuinely like, you know, um, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's certainly intense. Uh, 2016 Ghostbusters was meh, in my opinion. Absolutely fine. You're entitled to that opinion. Uh, mostly entertaining, but kind of forgettable. I think that's fair. Uh, and Ricky, uh, welcome, Ricky. Uh, God, was good to see you in the chat. Um, I hope the cast are unknowns. Uh, they said there'll be teenagers, but I can't stand the weird fancy calling articles uh, that'll make the same five children in Hollywood used all the time. No, absolutely fine. Um, no, I, I think they should go with with a younger. Um, I don't. I don't think we should have. If we're going to have the original cast back, I think we should have them, as you say, in cameos as their characters. But I don't think we should try and bring them back because. I don't think that would work. I don't think no. any realistically, as much as we love the Ghostbusters, nobody really, generally, unless it's like Liam Neeson, wants to see. They don't want to see pay to see these guys as old men Ghostbusters. I just don't think that's going to work. I think have them in the movie, but I don't I think have them as the main cast. Busters. I, I I'd pay to see Bill Murray in a movie. I would. I mean, yeah, no, I, I would. Mean, I would pay. But also, we're not. They're not going to be. They'll, they've got our money. Well, they need to go yes. for the younger. You and I, we're all going to buy tickets. We're right. there first night. Right. Yes, yes, you know. Yes. So they, this money, tickets already sold. That sure. Sony know this is done. It's the <laughs> yeah. other people that they right. need to bring in. They need to bring right. in a younger audience, especially if it's a new franchise, to build this forward. They need to bring it in and make it appealing to women mm-hmm. in some way. That needs to come through. I think, to be honest with you, I don't think they'll need to overdo it in that department because. Yeah. There are so many women that have an affinity with even the original Ghostbusters anyway. Right. It was a it was such a unisex product yeah. that it didn't matter what your gender was, you somehow enjoyed you still enjoyed this movie. I say somehow, you still enjoyed this movie. Sure. Um and so I think those are those are big. It's, it's going to be, it's gonna it was, be the cast just, of Stranger Things. It was That's just a, a good fucking movie, yeah. you know. And yeah. when you make a good movie, you don't have to. It lands. You don't right. have to have a target group. It's no. just it's for everybody. Right. So as as 2016 it, was, it wasn't like only ladies can see this film. And if I may, add, the, the ladies. original Ghostbusters. Yeah. that was a huge gamble. Massive. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, a huge yeah. gamble because. There was nothing out there like it that mm-hmm. really was that blend of horror and comedy. And in fact, even the studio or Columbia was was like, we don't know exactly what we have here. And then when it hit, when that cast just gelled, and Eddie, Mur- uh, no, Eddie Murphy, Bill Murray was mm. on that, like he was on a string of hits yeah, and comedies, yes, right? He was. And this worked. Yeah. And it brought families in because it was PG at the time. Yeah. So, 
But they, it was a gamble. It could. Ivan Reitman was sweating bullets. It could have gone either way. A couple of things I want to touch on before we uh, before we move on because we do have a lot to get through in the show this week. Uh, when I said earlier that you know we were discussing whether or not we sh- we thought the the film uh, had already started shooting. Uh, Ricky is saying the trailer was filmed specifically for just the announcement. I know that. Um, we know that, of course, because obviously uh, uh, Jason had a conversation with Kevin Smith and others about the fact that he was filming this. This was a few months ago, um, so I do know that. Apparently, they start shooting this summer. Uh, yes, they do. But as far as, I mean, if they haven't started actually physically shooting, it's already heavily into pre-production. Yeah. And certainly that cast is in place because if you're shooting a film this summer, the announcements are going to be coming, but they've locked these people in. So they already know who is going to be in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, cue lots of think pieces um, about who's going to be in it, no Ghostbusters. Right. Um, and I hope they don't go with the same five regular pieces. I think the idea from, from people saying, um, can't remember who it was in the chat, but saying they should go for new people. I think they should. Because in this case, we have a really good chance. There are a lot of really good um, people in this uh, that, that are available in, in the market, in the talent market right now. And Ghostbusters is a strong enough brand where you can play around with this. I'll tell you who I would love to, and we talked about her on the show, and I know you're a big fan of her, um, Amandala. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She'd be fantastic. I would love to see her yeah, in this. Yes. She yeah. is so good, and we haven't really seen her do anything comedic. Right. And having seen her speaking yes. at the LAOFCS yeah. Awards recently, she's got a nice, sharp wish, uh, wit about her. Ellie Thank Fisher, you. another oh, one. Oh, yeah. Ellie I- Fisher would be great. I was gonna go. You know? I was. I was just gonna throw in uh, the the girl that's in Happy Death Day. Yeah, I love. Yeah, her, yeah. Um, yeah. I forget her for Roth. Yeah, she yeah. is. To me, she she too is. It depends just on how young they want to go, right? right? Like it's like depends. Do they want to do the twenty somethings? They want to do teenagers. I think a mix of twenties and 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 high teens. Yeah, yeah I think I will be good. I think yeah. that would. And also, it's also then because you're at a certain age, you, people, it stops people being creeps. Right. Yeah. I would say in nice. the twenties now. I don't want I, like Muppet babies, like you know, <laughs> sort of ten year olds. I think that's going to be quite difficult to sell. But I think certainly upper teens, low twenties, I think it'd be really good. You know, but I know one of them. Because <laughs> Dan Aykroyd always loves talking yeah. Ghostbusters. You know, one of his plots that that that, that they, they said we we're working out with all female cast. Yeah. Is that the all female cast had to save the original cast mm. from some time vortex. Thingamajiggy, mm. in which Wouldn't and that that's be how awesome they, though, if they actually went with that plot. Yeah, that would have been a great plot. It would have been a great plot. <laughs> but no, I, I think, I mean, lots. I mean, obviously, it's there are going to be so many out. theories and so many yeah. ideas, and everybody's got an opinion and an idea on this. I think it's really interesting. I think they should have a balanced cast. I think it should be men and women. Um, I think that's oh, really important. Um, I think if they do tie it in by like being the relatives of the originals, great. Um, you know, I think there's lots of options they have. Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm genuinely, I think it's in a really safe pair of hands. Um, because Jason is close to this, but he's also, he appears to be able to distance himself from material and be very um, sort of, you know, he's able to stand back a little bit and know what he makes the best movie. Go ahead. I'm making a prediction right okay. now. Okay. Charlize Theron's going to be in it at some point. Oh, she could be up for as the, the run. villain. Oh. Julie, you not you. <laughs> Zul too. <laughs> Zulia. Yeah. Double the Zul, double year. Well, you know, with Jason Reitman, too, yeah. I think in establishing his career, it was about not being under the shadow yeah. of his dad, right? Yeah. Which, even if you're in the shadow of Ivan Reitman, you know, but I understand. I'll happily be in that shadow. Yeah, yes, me too. I know. But now, uh, you know, now it's come the time where yeah. he's established himself, and it's like, I wouldn't be surprised mm. Again, I don't know for sure, but if if his dad said, you know, son, you, there's no reason why you shouldn't take up the mantle yeah. on this. Like you're 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 a talented individual. I'm gonna be yeah. by you. Like you have a sense for comedy, yeah, and you have a sense for like you can scare people too. Yeah, and we'll get this cast. I'm really I'm excited. But I think we have to have a new cast because people are saying don't do it a remake, and then if you bring the original cast back, I'm like that's that's. You know, I just don't think that would work. I mean, I, although, having said that, if we are doing family stuff, I would love to see Rick Moranis come back. Let's get that guy out of yeah, I, retirement. I know why he took retirement I to look know. after his family. It's a very genuinely sad story, and I absolutely understand why he did that. But he wasn't, he 
turned down a cameo mm-hmm. in the last one. I would love to see Rick yeah. Moranis come back. He is one of our greatest comedy talents oh. uh, and Canada's greatest comedy talents. Um, uh, he's just, I would love to see him come back. But Charlie's they're on. Okay, let's move on. We're going to go back and do some chat stuff later on. Uh, Zeno says, I like Scott's idea. <laughs> I think we like all do. Anybody. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, okay, he let's talk like about anybody's idea. No, uh, <laughs> Chris McQuarrie returning for Mission Impossible 7 and 8 will film them back to back, which was the original plan for the previous two Mission Impossibles. Um, I think this is great. I mean, Tom Cruise, he's still badass, but he's not getting any younger. Let's get these in. Yes. Uh, I spoke to, to Chris, obviously, a couple of months ago when Fallout uh, came out on uh, on Home Entertainment, and he said he was umming and ahhing about doing another one. He hadn't decided whether he'd do a trilogy. This is more than a trilogy because it's four. It's a four-logy. A I don't know. What a, a quadrilogy. A quadrilogy. A quadrilogy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, guys, thoughts on this? Thoughts on Chris coming back? Uh, thoughts on doing seven and eight? And do they stop at eight? Or do they go up to ten? What do we do? They they do one more. Round it, round it off at nine. Nine? Round, yeah. it, round, round it, it off. off round nine. it off. Yeah. <laughs> that old that is, classic yeah. nine <laughs> rounding off. <laughs> the, the rounding off and the <laughs> odd number. Yeah. Do you want eight you or ten? Let's <laughs> round it off <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Halfway? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to Google rounding off? No, okay. that's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, yeah, we're all having, like, it's kind of funny. We're having all these flubs today. It's great. Um, we? we not Because like, it's you, live. You actually, you've been better. You've been better today. Me and Simon are, like, going back to back. Just, it's a, it's a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. Train wreck. Um, but, oh, my God. I think it's so funny that they just keep using Chris for this movie because I feel like they, they're like, if it ain't broke... You know, we're not going to fix it. Yeah. Right. And I think Tom Cruise feels the same way, yeah. as well as cast and crew. And they'll bring, by this time, too, hopefully we'll be able to get Jeremy Remmer. Jeremy Jeremy Remmer? Remmer? That's easy for you to say. It's rubbing off, damn it. Is Jeremy Rimmer Sigourney Beaver's porn brother? I just want to. Is okay. Uh, yeah, this is a great show this week. Show. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, nailing it. So, but they'll be able to bring him back. Yeah. yeah. And I always like I had thought or had heard or maybe I'm just made maybe up. it was a fever dream yeah. that they had thought that his character would it, it would take over the mantle because yeah. Cruz like wouldn't want to be doing this forever. No. But you know I'm all in. There, he's uh, McCory's working on Top Gun. Yeah. So they'll finish that, and then they'll come back to this and round out, round out, Mission <laughs> Impossible. Do they do more? I don't. Well, we we'll have to see the longevity of Tom Cruise. I mean, he keeps on doing these stunts and blowing out his knees and legs. Yeah. He's not going to be. He'll be in a wheelchair. <laughs> Which then could that be a crossover be with X Men. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or Glass. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, just just naming movies with people in wheelchairs in now. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm yes, Outside. I'm yes, it's very in right now. No, I just think that Chris McQuarrie. Um, I mean, he's he did such a great job with the last uh. two. Mission Impossible movies. I really think he just... And he's clearly... And I, I said this, the, the interview's up on Forbes. It's been there for a, for a while now. Um, it's all right. It's, everything is falling down around us. It's totally fine. Um, I, I just think he and Tom, and there are certain directors that have... They just, they just click. There's a chemistry. There's a natural kinship that they have that just works. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I, certainly if I was Paramount, where I don't have Star Trek now... And Bumblebee didn't quite land the way that they expected. And there's not a lot of other stuff on their horizon that is franchisable, that has legs like this. If you've got the ingredients to this magic recipe, make a big-ass cake. Right. Keep baking it. Yeah. Do it. Batch it out. Now, a baker's dozen. Now Nine. That, yes. Now, yeah. now, does it become problematic if Top Gun does not do well? No, no, you don't. Think I so? don't think it does because I think Tom Cruise as an entity, he has had plenty of movies that haven't landed. I mean, he's had some stinkers like The Mummy, oh my and God, Tom yeah. Cruise keeps on trucking. And Mission Impossible is about Tom Cruise. Right. It's about Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's about him doing badass shit 
around the world again and again and again and stepping it up. I think he's effectively bulletproof for Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. He could do little projects along the way and they could bomb or they could not happen. I think when it comes to Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible... The franchise is 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 safe unless they do a really bad entry, right? That's, you know, that's, and franchises happen fast yes. and furious. Even though some of those make a lot of money, you really have lapses in quality. Yep. There are some of those that I'm really not a fan of. Most, you know, sort of some of the most recent ones didn't like the last one. No. Well, that was terrible. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that'll that'll withstand it. And, and and let's not forget again his Cruise and Macquarie, where they seem to really shine, mm. is when. Macquarie is writing and directing, like Jack Reacher. Yeah. It's a great example. The following Jack Reacher, oh. was, which wasn't directed by Macquarie, didn't do as well, wasn't as good as a movie, right? Yeah. The Mummy was, you know, Macquarie lent his talents to that movie, mm. but it wasn't directed by him. Yeah. Going into Top Gun, a Top Gun has, again, a, a historical nostalgic cachet going in for it. It's got a decent director involved, but I, you know, I heard the script is a mess. That's why they bring in Macquarie. He's got to fix this up. They got to fix that movie. To your point, if it doesn't necessarily land, <laughs> funny, um, it's not going to harm this Mission Impossible franchise because I think real people really do look forward to seeing Ethan Hunt. And now that they know that the same guy who's been writing and directing, and they've just been getting more and more solid and better, you know, I just can't wait to see what they pull out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I think with with regards to Tom Cruise, people are saying Tom Cruise is an android. He's a cyborg. No, I mean, he's just a guy that goes hard on these movies. Yeah. You know, he gives it all he's got, and he loves doing his own stunts, even though it does cause him damage. But we're talking about his age. Westy Kid says Liam Neeson is in his 60s, and he keeps doing action movies, and nobody questions his ability. Yes, absolutely true. But if you compare Liam Neeson's on-screen action sequences... And Tom Cruise's on-screen action sequences, they're very, very yes, different. Absolutely. Liam Neeson doesn't hurl himself from roof to roof and fuck up his ankle. No. Tom Cruise does, and then keeps running. Yeah, and Tom... So they are both men of an age, absolutely. but how they apply that yes. and how they use their age and what they do within that is different. Right. So they are both, yes, they are both older, but what they perform, I mean, I saw Cold Pursuit this week, and the action in that is great, but it's very different to the action that if it was Tom Cruise doing it, Tom Cruise would be doing. Right. So, yeah, so it's a it's a point, but I think that's a slightly flawed point. Uh, Zeno, I was saying, uh, Simon, who do we want to play the villain and or join the team in these two MI movies? Uh, I would like to see Rami Malek as a villain. That's a good choice. Um, I think he would be really, really good. I mean, I know there's been talk of him doing Bond, um, which he was sort of very coy about, but I just think that uh, I think he'd be a great villain. I, I think, think he'd so be really too. cool. Yeah, right. that's like really. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay, do we have anything more to talk about on that, or can we move on? Nope. Great. Okay, let's talk about Final Destination Reboot. This broke just after the show last week. Grr. Uh, yeah, it's coming from the guys who did the Saw franchise. They're Saw franchise writers. Sure. They did some of the latter entries in that franchise. Final Destination Reboot. I mean, it's one that even a couple of months ago when we were talking about uh, Blumhouse and franchises that they could take over and buy and redevelop. To me... I think they would have done a great job with this, but the guys behind the original Final Destination movies have given this their blessing. Um, Final Destination is one of my favourite horror franchises. I think the, it's all about the kills. Yes. And the kills are spectacular. And I think the narrative weaving into Bring It All Together yeah. is great. And it's very similar to what happened with the Saw franchise. And I think this is a great pairing and a really good way to take it forward. Um, and we've seen some really, there's occasional bump in the road, but we've seen some really nice revivals of classic horror franchises and classic horror figures in the last couple of years. Uh, first of all, Dimitri, you're nodding on this, so let's yeah. go to you first. Yeah, I mean, I think Final Destination, uh, you know, when you go back to the original it was original. Mm. Uh, it was created and developed by people who were already popular for writing on the X-Files yep. and coming up with some of their best episodes, right? So you had that that supernatural feel. And as it went on, some movies were better than others. The one in 3D was great. By oh, the way. Yeah. And then you had Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who may have been in that one. That's the, you know, no, that was the third you one. Know, and I just love her. I think it's time. Why not? It really is. It's, it's a fun 
story for a horror movie, mm. but it's a good horror premise. It's great to update it today. Yeah. And I think there is so many things that can be done uh, with, with, with technology being, I'm not talking about special effects, mm. but things that they can use as the, 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 the MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. The MacGuffin. So, yeah, the first movie, when I saw the first movie, I remember <clears throat> it, it, that was one of the rare horror movies that actually really kind of scared me because yeah. it was something where I felt the deaths felt very realistic, right? Mm. Like they were all situations where you can picture yourself being a part of. Yeah. And, you know, the whole just the whole airplane thing in the beginning. You oh. know, like how many people have not had that fear? Right. And then they have. Well, I, I hadn't before I'd seen Final Destination. <laughs> you, you haven't. Well, I, I hadn't. Now I have it. I also can't drive behind a truck with loads of shit oh my God, on the back. You, don't you still I think can't about do that. that all the time now? Yeah. And it's funny all the time. I think about that too. And it's funny. And we're not the only ones because I see people tweet about it behind like a thing with like loads of like ladders. And it's like, I'm going to die. Uh, yeah. And it, that was what made that movie so, to me so suspenseful and made that work so well is because, again, original idea. And it just made natural the natural world very scary. Right. Anything you could be doing. St- I don't know. Even the thing about as far-fetched as that was with the metal coming up from mm. the train, when I'm sitting there and I watch someone standing there, I'm kind of like, shit, what happens if something flies off the train? Shit happens. <laughs> I mean, um, but, you know, I was a big fan of the franchise, I think, up until about number four. And then I started the four and five really lost me. But I'm, See, I'm on board. the final with, entry. Yeah. The finalist destinationist. Yeah, um, <laughs> it uh, that's really good, and they have Tony Todd back. Bring right. back Tony uh, Todd. Yeah, Bring back to. Tony Todd. You have in to. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring it back. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Final Destination <laughs> also introduced movie audiences to something because it was the yep. first time we got the bus splat. Yep. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> it, was it was the first. And then how and then many they, times oh do we do god, that? Everything now. Since. Everything. And then it's become a comedic joke. <laughs> yes. and everything. Like Mean Girls. Uh, people talking about this. Uh, Ricky uh, saying Final Destination franchise is such a guilty pleasure, and I'm so excited. Uh, one of my favorite novel horror franchises. Fuck yeah, Ricky! Uh, Glamour Final Destination <laughs> is not a horror so much as it's necessary. Suspense thriller. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I do kind of get that, but it also, I mean, it does slip into the horror category. It's kind of, it's supernatural. Yes. It's, it. yeah, it's, it is classed as horror, even though it's not, eh, stabby, stabby horror. Uh, Xeno Hour, the original Final Destination is still the best. Uh, yes, I agree with that, but the others uh, offer so much. Uh, Bobby, can Scott and Dimitri get the mic closer? The sound sure. is lower than Simon's. Yeah, sure. I also do have a very loud Thank voice. You. He does. So apologies for that. Uh, Westy <laughs> Kid, the best Final Destination is Final Destination 3. Every Everybody has a favorite. Everybody what? has a favorite. Nothing beats the roller coaster scene. And Mary Elizabeth acting in that scene was worth an Oscar. The, ro- the roller coaster scene is good. That is good. It's I don't know if it an Oscar. But the roller coaster scene. It's, it's, it's amazing. It great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I also love the NASCAR scene. Uh, oh, yeah. In yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, squish, tire coming. Uh, Bobby, tilt the mics closer. Uh, Glamoury Bobby uh, is preferred. Lol, Bobby B. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I mean, a lot of people do are welcoming this. Going back to Mission Impossible very quickly. Uh, Zeno, I was saying Benicio del Toro should show up in MI78. Um... I would have said yes about two years ago, but it seems to me at the moment that Benicio Del Toro is cropping up in a lot of things. Yes. And as much as I like him as an actor, and sometimes he's a villain, and I'm just like, no. No. I think we have we have more in the talent pool, and this is a continual bugbear of mine in the industry where you find one person and you go, let's use them up, let's burn him. Um, you know, like Tiffany Haddish. I love Tiffany Haddish. But last year, Tiffany Haddish movies were yeah. like buses. Right? And a lot of them didn't land. It overcrowded the market. And Tiffany is a great talent. But you're just going to, oh, another one. And we do it with people like uh, God, uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. Sever- I mean, I mean, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson, several other people. And it's like, you know, there was a time for a while where it was almost like uh, Shursa Ronan. Oh, was my like, God, yes. cast in so many things. So I just think that we... We, we yes, he is great. There are also other great people, and I think we should maybe expand the repertoire so we don't get sick of seeing these greats. Uh, yeah, so final destination. Really happy about that. A little 
little bit gutted it's not a Blumhouse Corner entry. I know. Um, but there you go. We haven't had a Blumhouse Corner entry for a little while, but we do have Happy Death Day 2 coming Don't up worry, soon. Don't worry, it's coming up Okay, let's, yeah. yeah, let's talk about, oh yeah, class, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> oh yeah, about that. Uh, let's talk about the Witches remake. It's found its Grand High Witch. And Hathaway? Yes. 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 Absolutely yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you happy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. I mean, I mean listen. A, a good choice. I'm just glad it's not Meryl Streep. Well, yeah. it's I, still I, coming. She would have been great, but she would have been, I think, no. I mean, they could still find a Mrs. Topsy-Turvy style role for her somewhere <laughs> in the movie. But, uh, you totally I, I mean, somewhere. yeah, I mean, I think she'd be good. Um, I'd really like, I, I mean, I thought... Anne Hathaway was great in the the Oceans movie that came out last year. She's the best thing she about that movie. Yeah, about it. That I, I'm, you know, I just can't help think they could have been a little bit more creative with that casting. I don't know. I think she's gonna have fun. She's with gonna that need role. it after Serenity. That's all I'm saying. Oh, oops! Whoa! Hey! Ow! Ow! <laughs> I'm like the cat. Hey, like, so, but wait a minute, she That's wasn't in Serenity. She's not in the Firefly franchise. No, 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 no there's apparently I, I, another. I know. Yeah, you do? I, Nobody else knows. No, I know. Um, no one else knows it's even coming out. <laughs> um, awkward. Box office flop. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm down yeah, for the so cast. Yeah, so The Witches. The Witches remake. You think Anne Hathaway's a good choice in that? Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. Robert Zemeckis needs to. Oh, he needs He a, needs, he needs a hit. Yeah, yeah, he needs a. He, may, he, he needs to make good. Yeah. Yeah, Marwin. No. Marwent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Marwen did that come out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think you know, it's nice. down the toilet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but maybe this is something he can have fun with and stick a little bit of Back to the Future in the end. Uh, when he, <laughs> yeah. When he runs oh out of God. ideas. Uh, I, I love Bob Zemeckis, but that was Jesus just one Christ, of the shittest creative calls yeah. I have seen in cinema in the last 20 years. Yeah. I, I'm angry with him about that. Uh, Netflix raising subscription prices in largest price hike ever. I quit! No, no, no shit. No one's like, like, no like, one. like, they have to do this at this point. Yeah. They How many new projects did they greenlight with budgets between $60 million and $200 million that they announced? I think it was like mm. 75 <laughs> or 80 of them for this year alone. Yeah. They have like five movies at Sundance already coming out, including mm. the new um, one from the guy who did Nightcrawler. I can't, can't remember his name right now, but Jake Gyllenhaal is in it, as yeah. well as Rene Russo. Oh, uh, Velvet Bustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they need those. They need to give him his paycheck. So yeah, I mean, shocker. But it's not. Yeah, it's not I know. much. It's, it's not a, much. It's a couple of bucks, right? Less than a cup of coffee. Well, it, it's their largest increase that they, I think, yeah, ever had. But it, it but, is. But you've got to. You, you, it's got to be taken in scale, right? It's only a couple of dollars, and you know the thing is that. Uh, yes, old some content is going to be shifting to other platforms. NBC, uh, Disney Plus, all this kind of thing. They've got to replace this content. Otherwise, what you get is people going like, "There's less on Netflix. There's shit on Netflix because they have to fill the quota with some products." And then you bitch about paying nine ninety nine anyway. It's not worth nine ninety nine. So what do you want? More fresh content or shitty like it's Benchwarmers too? Right. Level content. I like bench warmers too. I want that. That's actually a real thing. <laughs> no, it isn't. So, dude, I'm going to show you a picture of my phone. I got. <laughs> I literally see. I'm. Ser- I'm Is not lying. Really? I am not lying. Well, I'm. I I'm, got set. Look at that the- shit. Look at that right there. <laughs> it literally it landed on my desk this week. Bench warmers two breaking balls, starring Chris Klein and John Lovitz. It's a real thing. I can't. It's an actual DVD wow. that landed on my desk wow. this week. I'm not making that shit up. Wow. Hey, cowgirls, look, it's grass. Don't eat it. Uh, that's John Lovitz from. But it's, from it's major, yeah. But it's. I mean, remember when he killed Newsroom? Uh, not Newsroom. News uh, Radio. Yeah. Yeah. That was John. But yeah, Lovitz. so Netflix raising um, subscription prices. It's. It is what it is. Yeah. Fine. I mean, prices I'm not gonna. I can't up? get. I can't. It's hard to get upset. It's there. It is. They have to. Yeah, they, they, have, they have to. They have to. <laughs> it's a real there, thing. There wow. it is. Breaking news on Meet the Movie Press, everybody. <laughs> Who says we have these scoops anymore? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, awesome. I know it's a, it's a real well, thing. Hey, I didn't know this was one more dig for Netflix. Someone has to pay for that Roma Oscar campaign because no one else is paying for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, you, well, 
I mean, yeah, and with what they paid for Bird Box and oh going my God. forward, it's like they it finally start sense. advertising that movie. Yeah, congratulations yeah, after congratulations. like after like a month. So it's not a surprise uh, if people are upset about it. Uh, you know, I mean, the people that they're going to lose yeah. if they lose anybody, you know. Yeah, no, they're no, not no. really going to lose anybody. No. I mean, let's be real. It's like I mean, I used to work in radio many years ago. I mean, look at this face. You're fucking surprised, <laughs> but. It's uh, obviously if you're listening to this, that makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I'm on a straight. You see. do have a great face um, for radio. I do, I do. Uh, yeah, but I, and everybody's like, every time uh, we would change a breakfast show, it was like, <clears throat> Brian's left. I'm never listening to the show ever again. Two weeks later, they're back. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I quite like, I like, quite like Stephen now. Stephen's quite good. You know, oh, I'm going to miss Brian, but I, I like Stephen. So I don't think realistically, the, I mean, there will be some people that might have a little bit of a, you know, a hissy fit. And go, fuck Netflix. But what are they going to do? They're going to spend $10 on a different streaming service right. or whatever. So I don't think... I think the way to counter this, if people are going to... And I do this with Hulu. I'm a Spotify subscriber. Mm. By the way, Meet the Movie Press is available on Spotify. Uh, it's also available on Podcast One, on iTunes, on Arrow, uh, several other uh, platforms as well. But I just think that, you know, realistically, when it comes down to it, people either won't be bothered to cancel... Or the dollars is not going to make a difference, and if they unsubscribe, they're going to come back a couple of months later. It's not like movie. Yes. I agree, and I'm going to I'm going to throw in one other example. Okay. But I have Sarah Brackle said something that just made me laugh. Okay, it's awesome. Scott is going to make Dimitri's head explode. <laughs> it's like scanners. From yeah, yeah. So here's a great example of this. Disney raises its ticket price. Once, if sometimes not twice a year. Yes. Yeah. They just had one of their largest increases ever. So if you wanted to go to Disneyland for one day this weekend, yeah. for example, 150 bucks. Now, people bitch and complain about that, but the park is still as crowded oh, as it ever, ever is. Yeah. So... All it's like these it's theme parks. Where the hell do you think all this money comes to build these new things? Right. Star Wars Land. That shit's not cheap. No. But, as a whole, whether it's media, whether it's a theme park, I always ask myself, where's the bubble? When is that going to pop? Where's the beef? And thirteen ninety nine, I don't think, is the bubble for Not Netflix. Not at all. Considering the fact that they used to charge, and what people seem to forget, and I remember this because I used to work at Blockbuster and things like that. Back in the day, 19, I remember Blockbuster. 1999, <laughs> you know, nineteen ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine for that movie pass thing yeah. that they used to do. So when you think yeah, of like thirteen ninety nine. And the amount of content you're getting and original content. Sure. And Netflix is the best in the game right now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They're the best is. in the game. Yeah. So, like, no one's like, I know everyone's like, oh man, I gotta, you know, divvy up another four bucks. But like you said, no one's gonna throw that away. It's yeah. like, they watch it. it well, and I don't think families, families too, it's are less gonna than keep the cost it. of one movie ticket. Yeah, still. because, like, if you have, if you're a family of four and your two kids have their own laptop or whatever, mm. you need to get that higher subscription so that you can get different things. As a, as a single person myself, I can use Ladies. it on my. I'm, there you go. Yeah. Oh, the single Great ladies. Oh, the single ladies. <laughs> now if you my like head you is going to on it. Now <laughs> my head is going to explode. But I can watch it on my my iPad, yeah. my my TV. It's it's also it's bundled free. with it's like so T-Mobile. Bundled. If Absolutely. you have a certain pla- a bundle with them, like a family bundle, you get Netflix for free. So a lot of people who get Netflix and a lot of let's also be honest, a lot of people and they're clamping down on this. So and I do not suggest this is a good thing to do. They share their logins. Right. Uh, all or, the or the Kennys, the Kennys as I call them. Share your Kenny. Share your <clears throat> Kenny logins. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Bob B saying Roma Oscar train is, is coming down the tracks hard. Absolutely. They're spending a huge amount of money on that. Uh, Sarah saying uh, no interest in, in, in Roma. But uh, Jack Dennis, uh, welcome um, uh, to the show, Jack. Uh, uh, good to see you're, you're taking time from the set of uh, Top Gun 2. <laughs> uh, don't, don't tell Netflix, uh, but I would pay 20 a month for the subscription. It's worth it. I think they know that. I think people know that. They they do know that. Netflix is the number one streaming service right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the world. Also, Jack Dinner is saying, holy crap, Benchwarmers 2 is real. Uh, (laughs) Netflix declines to buy it. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, it is. I mean, Netflix is not going anywhere. I don't think, even if anybody does a protest cancel, they're going to come back because they're going to want to watch whatever. I mean, I think the amount of people that will actually unsubscribe because of the price rise is... Nobody likes paying more for anything. No. Whether it's, you know, whether the price of toilet paper goes up in the local supermarket or whatever, or your coffee or your gas. 
we still buy it. We still pay it. You know, and people don't have, I mean, I still do, but a lot of people don't have physical media anymore. Right. So a lot of people aren't going to go, fuck Netflix, I'm going to watch my DVD collection. Because <laughs> that shit ain't there! Well, I have. And they, they cut the uh... cable so they're not watching cable. So it's like, what do you do? It's fine, I think, yeah. you know, they're going to put the price thing. Okay, we've got a couple of things to run inevitable. through before we go into, uh, just want to hit these news stories before we go and then we talk about the week's big movie releases. And also a couple of trailers dropped this week. Uh, mm. Disney to make live action Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, musical, possibly starring Josh Gad. And also Disney's live action <laughs> Pinocchio may have lost Paul King. Let's first of all talk about Hunchback of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. It's... Not it's fun. an odd choice, right? I, I always feel so. I always feel that this is an odd choice because the animated movie didn't do that well. The original source material is very dark and gritty. Yeah, that are like based on a lot of musicals. Um, and I wish someone else besides Disney would do this. I, I, I agree weird. that it is an odd choice. I was kind of surprised, but there's a, for me this is a multi layered thing. They keep on announcing these movies, and yet we haven't even seen <laughs> Lion King yet, or Dumbo, or like, and it's they a circle keep on, of life, Dimitri. Yeah, I, circle of I, life. I get it, but Aladdin. the circles get a lot. Like, fuck, stop with the Bill, announcements. Right, Dalmatians, but, which I'm you know, doing. I don't need to. We talked about how what a nice surprise Ghostbusters was. Why do I need to know about this movie that's going to be like what in ten years? I and and it's Hunchback. Yeah. It wasn't my most favorite no. animated Disney no. movie. I'm not like going into this. Yeah. So excited, and again, I'm thinking I'm waiting for Lion King to come out. Yeah. And you're telling me about a movie that that's that it's not going to be in theaters. Breaking news right now: years. Pocahontas coming soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we got Mulan coming. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Sword in the Stone, Oliver and Company. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to get to everything. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get to everything eventually. Three Caballeros. Yep. Yeah. It's coming back. Yep. Uh, but the no, Black so, Cauldron. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'd love that. I like that movie. Oh, I love PG-13 rated one. Bit yep. dark, bit gritty. I like uh, that. I'd definitely do that one. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Pinocchio. May have lost Paul King. Bit of a shame. Paul is very much in demand in Hollywood right now. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Obviously, he's attached to Wonka. Um, so we'll see what happens with that as well. Obviously, people are like, they weren't sure whether he was going to return for Paddington 3. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem if he passed uh, on Pinocchio. I think he's got a lot of stuff up yes. his sleeves. Yes. So I think that's okay. Brief thoughts on that? I feel the same way you do. I yeah. think he's cool. perfect for Wonka. Okay. Me too. Me Pay too. attention to Wonka and do it right. Quick casting. A Monopoly movie. Will pass go with <laughs> Kevin Hart in the lead. Tim Story directing. No. No. No, no, not on board on this. I'm afraid is he going to no play the thimble? Like, what? Do, what do you play in that? Like, is he going to be the old rich man? I, what, what do you do? do I don't know. Park Street, Park Ave. I don't what? know. No. Uh, Danny Glover joins the Jumanji sequel cast. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's that line's going to be in there somewhere. You know that line's going to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I, I love, I love Danny Glover. I think he's great. Uh, coming to America too. Finally moving forward with Eddie Murphy. Uh, starring and uh, Craig Brewer directing. Of course it is. Sure. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. McDowell's. And uh, uh, Spielberg's West Side Stories found it's Maria. Um, Basically, she's a 17-year-old student from New Jersey who uh, has an amazing singing voice. She got discovered by Spielberg when she was singing Shallow. We're all in the shallow now. Uh, On on the internet. Um, (laughs) Great. I mean, uh, that's the way to I, find new yep, talent. Yes, I agree. Elsie Fisher she was can, found that way. So, yeah, I I think great. I I, tw- I actually I don't normally. She's not do a this. YouTube star, no. no. But she's someone who's on YouTube who is clearly a star. A star and, is literally born. Literally, yeah. I don't yeah. usually watch these things, but since it was with Spielberg, I said, all right, I'll give her. Let me take a look and see how she can sing. Because it wasn't just shallow. There were a couple of other things. Oh, yeah. That she she wasn't with one well. song. She went, I'm right. just going to stick this on. Yeah. Yeah. Holy and shit. It, the girl can sing. Yeah. I mean, and, and she looks great. I think, look, fingers crossed, mm. she'll be phenomenal for the role. It's, there are hard shoes to fill. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. So, uh, talking of uh, shoes, uh, Ashley Menzel. Uh, is in the chat today. Uh, always has amazing shoes. Hunchback uh, has some of the most underrated music in all of Disney. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. 
Sarah Brockle saying uh, we need 10 Paddington movies. Yes, Sarah. Yes, we do. Uh, and also saying Dimitri's head is just going to explode. Uh, the Black Cauldron would be brilliant in live action. Wesley Kid, yes, you are correct. Well done. Uh, Jack Dennis, Tim Story is just not a good director. No, he is not. He is not. Um, sorry. Xeno uh, Hour, Paul King should be getting offers from Lucasfilm, Warner uh, Studios or Warner Brothers DC. Paul is not short of meetings right now. Um, and mm-hmm. clearly he's very popular at Warner Brothers. So I think that bodes very, very well. Uh, I would not be surprised if in the next couple of years, if David Yates steps aside from uh, the Fantastic Beasts movies, if Paul King gets attached to that movie. Uh, Talking of movies that people are being attached to, I was at the um, Critics' Choice uh, Awards the other day and I spoke to... Oh, Mary Poppins story coming up! Uh, I spoke to, to Rob, the director... Uh, and the co-writer of Mary Poppins, and we, I was talking. We know that there's a sequel kind of being discussed, and you know, know. another movie, and they're you know it's very loosely being. And I said, so what? You know, we've got any ideas? And there are eight Mary Poppins books that were written by P.L. Travers, um, and he said, you know, you can kind of use those narratives and build them into something. He is very interested in setting it in the 1960s. Oh wow! In London, um, because he said we haven't seen Mary Poppins in that. Um, so yeah, so they were talking about maybe uh, on Carnaby Street with Twiggy, <laughs> with, with Twiggy. May, 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 may I have to jump in now? Scott's head is about <laughs> yeah, to explode. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, so <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. Mary Poppins. And I said, what is she going to do next time? I said, we've seen Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins returns. <laughs> the same thing again. Is it like what is Mary Poppins? Is going to lose the house what again? No. Uh, that's just reckless. Uh, but yeah, okay. So we'll see what happens. I'm the only one on the panel that really liked the movie, but I, that's I, fine. I'm fine. Dude, you're not the only person. As long as that, uh, and before we switch, Emily Blunt. before we switch to this week's big movie release, uh, Masters of the Universe reboot is back on, and it wants the guys who wrote the Men in Black reboot to find oh. the power of Grayskull. I love Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Me too. That amazing movie with Dolph Lundgren and Frank Rubberfist Langella in it. I love it. I know it's dog shit. <laughs> yeah. But I love that movie. I love the action figures. I had those growing The up. action figures yeah. are one awesome. thing I... Yeah. I, I, I Some I, of well, Courtney Cox's best work. Yeah, well, yeah. Just Outside of Scream. And- you know, Dolph Lundgren still had the, the He-Man uh, garb for a long time. I'm sure. He yeah. probably still can fit in it, too. Probably yeah. can. Probably Son of a God bitch. damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're not bitter. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to this week's big movie release. It made $3.7 million in previews last night. Looking at a weekend, upwards of $50 million. Uh, I'm thinking around 55 I don't think it'll go much higher than that. Uh, you guys around that same figure? They yeah. lowered that uh, Yeah, they, they, they lowered, lowered it that. quite considerably. It's like by $20 million. Yes, <laughs> that's quite a cut. If you lost $20 million, you'd be like, oh, <clears throat> dear. I lose $20, and I'm like, oh. Okay, uh, let's talk oh, about... Father. Let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about glass. Let's talk about glass, baby. Glass. Let's talk about you and me. Uh, glass. glass. All I'm the seen only person who liked it on this panel. I didn't dislike it. I was just a little bit disappointed with it, to be honest with you. Uh, I know already we've had people in the chat saying that they did not like it. Uh, Glamoury uh, saw it last night, did not like it at all. In fact, if I go back to the top of the chat, what she actually said specifically was, Glass was awful last night. It's slow, and the third act was its own short. I think that's fair. I didn't think it was terrible. I just didn't, it just didn't, it wasn't what I would have liked. To me, the the problem is the middle. I feel oh, like it's it's very it's very ambitious in the beginning and it's very ambitious in the end. Yeah. And it becomes very self aware in in the end. And I and I kinda enjoyed that and I know a lot of people is very off putting for a lot of people. Mm. But for me I kind of appreciated seeing an independent superhero film kind of unfold with Sam Jackson really disappearing into this role, which mm. is something that I feel is very rare for Samuel L. Jackson. But I enjoyed what they what they did with it. I will say that if, there's two real big negatives for me about this movie. The one is that I think Sarah Paulson uh, is the weakest link of the film. Uh, I think there's a mm. lot of plot development about her character when it didn't need to be there. We kind of got what she was, and we didn't need all this, like, the, that middle piece where it was just so focused on her character. That's where it lost me. And then uh, I, I know that this was a controversial opinion we talked about last week, but... Um, 
I think that the budget hurts this movie because okay. I feel like there's this this in the beginning of the movie there's this lead into like this big sequence that's going to go down and that sequence never happens mm. and it almost feels like they had to tell Night, yeah they were like no we're not we can't do this we can't afford it you know I didn't even look at it that way I looked at it as they stayed away from the sequence because the sequence itself is cliche. Mm. Uh, but know, they were talking times? about that so much for the movie I, that you, I know you're absolutely yeah. right. Um, I, I don't want to really go into the movie because many people yeah, may be watching this. Spoil yeah, no spoilers, so, no spoilers. You know, no spoilers. I was just disappointed. Um, it, it started off good. The middle, I agree with you. The middle really it meandered yeah. and it really got muddled down unnecessarily. Yeah. There's also exposition in this movie that's spoken aloud and it stops the movie. Yeah. It's it's an exposition wall that like you just you're watching all of a sudden somebody says, "Oh, blah 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 blah" and they're explaining everything to you and you're like, "Oh, okay. I didn't get it, but now that you hit me over the head with a huge hammer." Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. Well, and the end was a little messy. It well it was messy and, <clears throat> and considering that M Night is known very much for these like, "Oh, what the fuck?" you know, turns at the end. It it kind of had a couple of little ones like that, but it didn't really, it kind of like, it's like a car running out of gas. Hmm. And it just felt a little bit like that for me, where it was kind of sputtering towards the end and it just didn't deliver, you know, like you say, I think they scrimped on the end of the action sequences and I think some of the effects, we discussed this at breakfast this right. morning, some of the effects are not great. Uh, there's a, a, a it's an epic scene at the end and I think, some of the special effects for, for James McAvoy could be better. I thought the makeup on the face of Samuel L. Jackson's mother was not was not good. It looked bad. I don't know what they did, but it didn't look right. And she's on screen quite a lot, and it's quite distracting. Um, in the middle, I, 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 for me, the biggest problem was the third act. In the middle, it was flabby. I think they could have cut it down. There were lots of bits of plot that didn't make sense. And once you've seen the movie, you, we can talk about that next week because it would have been out for a week. Um, I just simply didn't make sense to me. They they were just they just didn't gel. Sarah Pauly, I thought was good, but I don't think there was any real justification. There wasn't a payoff for her character in the way that I would have hoped, considering how strong M Night draws these characters. Um, and I think if they'd have thrown five million at it and just maybe just been a little bit sharper with it, it didn't have his his laser focus that I think yes. some of his other movies have. And I think that he financed this himself, he made this himself. And I think sometimes, and this isn't always the case, in fact, it's often not the case, that laser focus of a studio where you go, we need to cut that, we need to do this, we need to re-examine that, here's an extra viewpoint on this, blah, blah, blah. I think that that was necessary with Glass right. um, that we we just didn't see. It is not a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. It's just not as good as I expected it to be. But I mean, you know, it's a, it's not a disaster. But I just, I just, I you like, know, it was fine. I it liked, was fine. I liked it a little bit better than Split. I was not a fan of Split. I will say this. Um, this isn't a spoiler. I know at least two people. Uh, last night at Century City mm. and IMAX walked out. I went never for a to pee. be seen again. I went for a pee in the movie so, and I never <clears> get up and go for a pee. What was the budget for this? About 20, 20 million. million. 20? Yeah. Okay. It, it just, to me, it, it's funny because the movie hints upon this and it sets something up at the end. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but there's like this, this whole little gag that Samuel L. Jackson does with the movie, kind of like you were saying, explaining and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's a line where it's like, this is uh, an origin story. And it's funny because... And if you don't like oranges... Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're screwed. I'm more um, of a tangerine yeah, guy. But it's, it's fascinating to me because the way that I looked at this movie when I walked away from it was what it set up yeah. for the future. That I think yeah. it... Mm. You, you, know, you, mm. you didn't like You didn't like it? No. We don't need it. We don't. We don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. No. 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 Oh, no. No. 
No, 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 no. <laughs> I like plexiglass. I don't know. You like plexiglass? <laughs> plexiglass. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> plexiglass. You don't like my origin story? I'm making fun of my freaking New York. Oh, origins. Oh, this is oranges. Okay, a couple of things before we bear. We have to wrap up the show. We're running out of time. Jack Dennis saying glass will still make a killing at the box office with a modest 20 million budget, especially considering the talent. Yes, I think it's going to have quite a good opening weekend. I think it's going to hold okay for the next couple of weekends. And then I think by weekend three into four, I think it's going to tail off quite a lot and lose a hell of a lot of screens, even by that third week. Well, going we're going to see, we're gonna see a lot of front-loaded a lot of front-loaded attendance on this one. Yeah. And I think the word of mouth then, which I think will be middling, I think is going to force it to tail off a little bit quicker. But it's perfect for Universal when you think about yeah. this. Because, so they have glass. We're going into February, and then February 14th, they've got Happy Death Day to you. Yeah. So that's they'll still keep screens uh, yeah, they will as, yeah. as a studio. Yeah. Uh, Zafira is saying, uh, I wish it was a better movie. The cast was some great actors. It's a shame. Bruce Willis, I have to say, and this is something you don't hear very often, is actually really good in this. Yeah. Uh, Scott Boswell, I still want to see it. Yep, Scott, go and see it. Make up your own opinion. We <laughs> aptly endorse that. Uh, glass budget, apparently 20 million. Uh, blink. Tw- <laughs> I love this one. Blink twice if a chubby Haley Joel Osment <laughs> showed up at the end claiming he sees dead people. <laughs> okay, so finally, before we uh, before we go, uh, my, I just want to very quickly touch on John Wick three. My favorite though is you've been you're called out for fat shaming. Fat the movie. shaming glass because falling, falling it flabby. flabby. Yeah. No, I'm funny. not fat shaming. <laughs> Um, uh, so, so let's very quickly John Wick 3 we need to end the show we need we're overrunning uh, John Wick 3 trailer this week dropped anybody else pee their pants it looks good it, it looks, looks good so I good. didn't pee my pants but no. it looks good yeah. it looks like John Wick and John Wick 2 yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it looks. So, I'm so excited about that movie. So absolutely excited. Uh, okay, a lot of people. Uh, as always, you can continue the chat uh, on the YouTube platform or reach out to us on Twitter. You can do that either at Simon Thompson on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Meet Movie Press or to Dimitri and Scott as well. Dimitri, who are you online and where can we find you? At Dmovies one seven zero one. Still trying to come up with another Twitter thing you folks please help uh, i want to try to <laughs> use my name um but at dmovies 1701 you can find me here uh at the awesome meet the movie press and with anatomy of a movie dmovies does suggest something completely different it's scott really menzel does. uh scott menzel find me on twitter and instagram at the other scott m and then tune into la ofcs weekly which is at 11 a.m today uh no spider-man talk no xeno hour no spider-man talk unfortunately we've run out of time but that's another trade it just looks good. We're going to see more from that in the <laughs> yes. future. Um, and the other, everything else just kind of made the cut. We can't yes. please everybody. We'll talk about that maybe next week. Thank you so much for watching the show. If you like it, do tell your friends. Like, subscribe, do anything else you need to do. Tweet about it. Put it on Facebook. Uh, if you know, Mention it to your family. Mention it to your co-workers until they ask you to shut up. <laughs> have a great week. Go and see Glass if you want to. Make your own mind up. We really appreciate it. And we'd love to have your thoughts on that movie in the comment section on YouTube. Thank you so yeah, much. Nice. This has been Me in the Movie Press. We'll see you next week, but you won't because you won't be here. No. no you'll be it. at Sundance. Sorry. We're going to have kits in your seat. Yes. Fantastic. Have a great week, everybody. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal.